So hey, what's up everybody? I'm the Wild Doc, Dr. Daryl Brown. I am going to bring, be bringing you another episode of CDC Lies yet again. I don't, this will be the first episode, technically, but here we go. Well, not really, because I've done some other ones where I pointed out where, like, the CDC, and I kind of thought about bringing it up, but there's other videos I've done on it where the CDC has this, they link to a government art or government uh, committee's investigation into the safety of vaccinations, and they actually say that the, you know what, let me bring it up. It shouldn't take long. I have it right here. But I know that a lot of you have heard, um, or at least a lot of people who follow me are in this arena of knowledge, um, you've heard that the CDC has recently had to walk back its claims and remove off of its website. They just kind of like vanished in the middle of the night. Um, it's like the opposite of like voters for Biden in the middle of the night. Like this one vanished, there's appeared. So anyways, um, so we'll bring up my full vaccine presentation that I have, uh, which I thought about putting this out on PDF and uh, maybe putting it up for sale raise a little money maybe people would want that but that's on hep b let's go to the cdc stuff here we go all right so just a refresher here real quick other videos i've done on this but this is cdc's own website here vaccines do not cause autism yet again for a request by ICANN. that's informed consent action network dell big trees group um nonprofit, and uh children's health defense ha have um, shown that they can't actually prove that claim. But that's not the one I'm actually pointing out. The bottom statement there, there is no link between vaccines and autism. And then they say in 2011, so they say in 2011, an Institute of Medicine IOM report, and they had the link, it's in blue, there's the link, on eight vaccines given to children and adults found that with rare exceptions, these vaccines are very safe. So their claim is that they found this Institute of Medicine Review Board, the Scientific Review Board, in that report, it's linked in blue, says vaccines are very safe. That, except for a few things, vaccines are very safe. So let's go to the National Academies of Press, Adverse Effects of Vaccines, Evidence of Causality. This is the link. This is where the link, get, where it, it points you. It says here's the actual IOM report. Let's look at the actual IOM report. Findings, the vast majority of causality, causality conclusions. So could they conclude that, yes, for a fact, there is enough evidence to say for without a shadow of a doubt, basically, um, or enough evidence of strong causality suspicion that, yes, the vaccine causes it. Um, so in the report are that the evidence was inadequate to accept or reject a causal relationship. So they couldn't say yes, the vaccine causes it or no, the vaccine doesn't cause it. They didn't have an evident, enough evidence to say no, the vaccine isn't causing these 152 different various medical conditions. Um, but then there's not enough science to say yes, it does cause it. So no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. We don't know. So, but people are reporting it. Parents are reporting it. That's a common statement by a lot of parents. It this is what happened to my child after vaccination. Well, the science doesn't prove that it's caused by vaccines, so you can't say it's caused by vaccines. But actually the best piece of evidence is correlation of timing. You had the vaccine, something happened immediately following, that's science of observation, that is a piece of science. Therefore, better science says, yes it does, if they don't have science that says, no it doesn't. 
So anyways, here's their findings. Because the committee did not find convincing evidence that the vaccine does cause the adverse event, the vaccine is safe. Again, let me read that again. Because the committee did not find convincing evidence that the vaccine does cause the adverse event, then the vaccine is safe. So no evidence says, like the CDC used to say, there is no evidence that the vaccine, the COVID vaccine, causes menstrual problems in women. Now we know that it does. Well, back then they said as a way on the media to convince people that it didn't cause, because that's their goal. Their goal is to say, hey, you can't believe that it's causing menstrual problems and clotting issues or myocarditis. There is no causal evidence because the science hasn't been done. But just saying that there is no evidence doesn't prove that it doesn't cause that. And that's what they're saying. Because the committee did not find convincing evidence that the vaccine does not cause the adverse event, the vaccine is unsafe. So again, like menstrual problems, before they did the scientific research on it, they could say, we're not finding evidence that it does cause it, so or it does cause it. So there is no evidence that shows that it does cause it, therefore it's unsafe. You get confused with this, like I even do. As a, because the committee did not find, it's like a double negative, because the committee did not find convincing evidence that the vaccine does not cause the adverse event, then it's unsafe. So they didn't have evidence that it caused it, didn't have evidence or science that says it doesn't cause it, and it does. So guess what? It's not safe or unsafe. You cannot claim that it's safe, and you can't claim that it's unsafe, technically, because the science hasn't been done. You can just say, this is what we observed. So neither interpretation is correct, but let's go back to what did the CDC, how did the CDC interpret the Institute of Medicine's report? They stated these vaccines are very safe. That is not the conclusions. You cannot have that conclusion. You cannot make that claim. Therefore, there is the first CDC's a bunch of liars or one of them. So let's go back to the current claims by the CDC and how they walked back their claims that the vaccine Here's what they walked back right here. The mRNA and spike protein do not last long in the body. Our cells break down the mRNA from these vaccines and get rid of it within a few days after vaccination. Scientists estimate that the spike protein estimate, they didn't actually evaluate, they just estimated. I estimated it'll take like three days. Kind of like the estimation of how many millions of people were going to die from COVID, right? And didn't like the 22 per country, million people, you know, the claims were way over what actually happened. So scientists estimate that the spike protein, like other proteins our bodies create, may stay in the body up to a few weeks. Okay, cool. Now, therefore, you shouldn't have a big deal. Don't worry, the spike protein mRNA vaccine, that's just going to be gone from the body in a few weeks. Don't worry about it. That's what they claimed. Well, they didn't have evidence of it. So now the CDC's website, again, this is the website. Facts about mRNA COVID vaccines, mRNA vaccine, COVID-19 vaccines. Can it give someone COVID-19 or other illness? Yes, it can. Because if you were, well, they can't give you an infectious illness, supposedly. But it can cause autoimmunity. We're seeing that. It can cause Illness, if you called myocarditis and heart disease and illness, cardiac disease, cause chronic disease, chronic neurological injury. We're finding that, seeing that now. mRNA vaccines do not use live virus. No, they don't. And that so far is true. If we trust the CDC and the vaccine manufacturers, we 
they supposedly are not supposed to use that. That's what they're telling us. We don't know. mRNA, again, we have to trust liars. Again, so we don't know. But there's not science to say, yes, there is a virus in there. And there's not science to say that there's not a virus in there. So we don't know. mRNA vaccines cannot cause infection um, with the virus uh, that causes COVID-19 or other viruses, but it can cause an increased susceptibility. So they do not affect or interact with your DNA. This is their new claim. Again, so the red box there, the mRNA and spike protein do not last long in the body and saying it's going to be gone in a few weeks. And then now they've changed it to this statement, mRNA. And I'm going to challenge them yet again. I would love to see if they change it because I'm going to show you a research paper that says, yes, the evidence we have for whether the spike protein or whether the mRNA vaccine interacts with your DNA, they say it doesn't. In fact, science says, yes, it does. So the CDC is yet lying again. So, so we've had like three episodes all in one of the CDC's lying. mRNA from these vaccines do not enter the nucleus of the cell where your DNA genetic material is located, so it cannot change or influence our genes. Oh my gosh. Like, that's how, like, like if you study genetics, like if you study genetics at all, actually, Guess what? Guess what influences your genes? Stress responses. Does the stress response enter your nucleus of your cell? Is that how it works? Like stress goes in there and says, hey, change DNA and change your expression, express these genes. Does it go in there and change it? No. Gene expression occurs due to stressors, influences. Okay? So you have gene changes genetic changes in the genetic expression just by what you eat, by how you think, by your exercise routine, by the environment around you, by chemicals. They don't actually all just enter into your cell's nucleus and then change the genes. So to say that it cannot influence our genes has, is wrong. Like. All logical scientific evidence says if you're having something that has a physiological chemical stressor inflammatory effect on our body, then there could be gene expression changes that occur as a response to it. That, that, that's what science says. So. so there's four now, but let's not hamper on that. Let's just go into what does scientific study specific to what the vaccine does to your DNA. Can it affect DNA? intercellular reverse transcription. Oh, I'm reading you the title. If you want to grab the title, go ahead. If you want to jump over to Locals, where we also have that freedom of speech platform, we go a little bit above and beyond for our um, financial supporters. So to be able to give this stuff, take the time, provide you with a video. Um, we also provide a PDF where you will have links and statements. So you'll have the bullet points. You don't have to go through and read it yourself. If you want to grab that statement, that, that claim, whatever it is, that quote that I use, these highlighted sections, you get that very, very quickly. That's something that actually takes extra time to go ahead and provide to our financial supporters. And we greatly appreciate everybody financially supporting us to be able to continue to do that because we want to get information in your hands quickly and accurately directly from the original sources so easy that then it's not like, hey, let me share Dr. Dale's The Wild Docs video alone with my friends. No, you could actually take the study, be able to have those highlights, be able to point out to your friends and family member, hey, look at the CDC website. 
You could do your own presentation. Look at the CDC's website. They say it doesn't interact with your DNA. But guess what? Look at this Department of Clinical Sciences, Lund University in Sweden. Okay, what did they find? Oh, wait. Our results indicate a fast uptake of BNT162B2 into human liver cell line. That's the vaccine, okay? SARS coronavirus mRNA can be reverse transcribed into targeted into the genome of human cells. That was a recent study. So now they're saying that the vaccine itself, BioNTech vaccine, into human liver cells, cell line, um, leading to changes in line two expression. Oh wait, a gene expression change, distribution. We also show that the BioNTech mRNA is reverse transcribed intracellularly into DNA in as fast as six hours upon vaccine exposure. So yet again, will the CDC have to walk back their claim now that they do not affect or interact with your DNA? When in fact, intercellular reverse transcription of Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 mRNA vaccine, the BNT162B2, RT2, any Star Wars fans out there? You get that? Did you get it, Ashley? Did you know? Okay, good, good. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, in vitro in human liver cell lines. So again, this would be more like a Petri dish, so liver cell lines. So can it be taken up by your liver cell? So again, this is not in a human body. So if the CDC wanted to fall back, so here you go, CD, here's what, CDC, here's what you can claim. You can claim that there is no science that the mRNA vaccine interacts with your DNA because they've never done it on you, you, just you or me. But there is science that shows that it does interact and transcribe into and incorporate itself into DNA of human cells. So the best available science on whether the mRNA vaccine affects your DNA, like the code for you, who you are, Yes, there is potential science because it can incorporate into human cells. So there is better science that says there is the potential scientifically that it is affecting human DNA. But it hasn't yet been studied in humans. So then they're trying to claim they do not affect or interact with our DNA. Well, maybe they're at, I just figured this out. Did you catch this? They do not affect or interact with our DNA. So this is a CD, this is as if the CDC is speaking. So if the CDC were to say, well, the vaccine doesn't affect our DNA. And that little evil laugh. <laughs> That's because we didn't take it. Maybe, maybe it's not affecting their DNA. Because I'm not one of them, so I'm not part of the hour. Okay, I'm just semantics. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'll stop that. But y'all get it. It's very simple. What does the science, because again, they say preclinical studies, 
preclinical studies of the COVID-19 mRNA vaccine BioNTech um, developed by Pfizer and BioNTech showed reversible hepatic effects in animals that received the injection. Furthermore, a recent study showed that the SARS coronavirus RNA can be reverse transcribed into in uh, integrated into the genome of human cells. All right. I believe they say that this is the first ever we present evidence. Our study here, let me read this. So the conclusions are our study is the first in vitro study on the effects of COVID-19 mRNA vaccine, BioNTech, on human liver cell line. We present evidence on fast entry of the vaccine. I'm going to simplify that, not talk about the BT, BNT, 16.2B2. We're not going to say that anymore. We're going to say the vaccine into cells and subsequent intercellular reverse transcription of the vaccine mRNA into the DNA. <clears throat> so it changes your DNA, changes human DNA in hepatic or liver cells. It's the first ever study looking into this possibility. And this was published when? So the first and only study so far that I know of, of January 2022, and the CDC just changed their statement saying that they do not affect or interact with our DNA. Maybe it's their DNA and their hour is only including those who know that they probably shouldn't get the vaccine and at the CDC. So it doesn't affect their DNA since they're not taking the vaccine. That might be the case. But otherwise, if they took the vaccine and hour is the proverbial we or proverbial hour, um, DNA that means like you, me, and all the people that took the vaccine. So there is no science that says it doesn't affect your DNA. There is science that says it will be incorporated or it can and is very rapidly within six hours of putting a vaccine into a petri dish with hepatic human cell lines, human tissue, liver cells, that it incorporates into your DNA within or into human cell line DNA within six hours. So the best available science out there on this subject says, yes, it can be incorporated into human DNA. Now, is that within a living human body? We don't know. So the science doesn't support their claim. Yet again, they are making statements that have no scientific validity and proof behind them. And actually the science leans it's leans in the direction of saying they're lying and the truth is in opposition to what the cdc yet again says so all right y'all share this if you would let's get in the hands of more freedom fighters let's get to our politicians our community leaders um, and try and get more people to see the truth that the cdc is lying and guess what folks i haven't read the study yet but or the article yet but i'm looking forward to it too little, too late, disband the CDC now. I'm on board with that. And we got some Tennessee politicians actually that in 2021 during a committee hearing, one of which said, I would like to completely do away with the Tennessee Health Department. Abolish them. Yeah, I would too. I would love to see that. So join me in the fight to show our politicians, our community leaders that guess what? Our health care, what we call health care, institutions like the CDC are a bunch of liars and they need to go to jail is what I feel, like Fossey. So 
All right, y'all. Love you all. Appreciate you all. Make sure you share the truth. Don't just like it because that's the way we save lives. All right. See you later. Thank you.